0: Good morning. It's July 12th, a clear morning in New York, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. It's day two of the coverage of the Vermont share of the flooding, with a front page picture in the New York Times of a rowboat in the middle of the street, or possibly a canoe. It's hard to tell from a side angle. And the story, pulling back to the big picture, is floods expose failure to meet climate threat. Catastrophic flooding, the reporters write, ...can increasingly happen anywhere with almost no warning. And the United States, experts warn, is nowhere close to ready for that threat. True enough. Federal flood maps are out of date, the article says. And there's no central database that accurately tracks precipitation, even as rainstorms get heavier and heavier. And climate resilience funding is not enough to cover even the places that everyone has already known are doomed to flood, like Miami and Louisiana let alone places like West Point and Montpelier. Meanwhile, the international section reports that six people are dead in floods and landslides caused by unprecedentedly heavy rain on the island of Kyushu. And on the front page, right below the picture of the boat in Montpelier, there is an article about how researchers in Chicago are tracking underground climate change as buildings leak more and more heat into the ground causing the material underneath the buildings to expand and contract, raising the threat of eventual accumulating structural damage. Not as urgent as the floodwaters, but one more thing to keep worrying about. A social media memo by Mike Isaac on the front page suggests that, despite its early boom in users, Threads, the Twitter competitor launched by Instagram, aka Facebook, aka Meta, could go the way of Google+, the large-scale but unwanted social network released by Google in 2011. And it certainly may. But also, what would happen right now if Google just flipped the switch and turned Google+, back on? Who wouldn't take that if it were offered right now? A relatively neutral social network platform from probably the least poisoned of the tech giant brands? Go ahead and do it, Google. The world just wasn't ready for you before. Now you can be heroes. And speaking of poisoned things, the obituary page records the death, at age 76, of James W. Lewis, the lead suspect in the murders of seven people via cyanide-laced Tylenol in 1982. Lewis was convicted of extorting Johnson & Johnson with a letter demanding $1 million to stop the killing, but was never directly charged with the poisonings. If he was the one who slipped cyanide into unguarded bottles of Tylenol, ushering in the era of tamper-proof packaging, then Lewis probably stands second only to the inventor of the automated phone-answering tree for the sheer number of hours of everyone's lives that he caused to be wasted in the aggregate. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow.